And someone told me once, they were like, look, exactly what you said. Like, we know you love your kids. We all love our kids, but you don't have to love every moment. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, right. Like, I, I, why do I have that expectation that I'm putting on myself? It's not possible. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Mark and I are blown away by the tremendous support on the heels of our 150th episode. We're excited to welcome thousands of new subscribers and wanted to share a few of our past listener favorites. Thank you again for subscribing, favoriting, and sharing. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know those deep, dark secrets you probably want to go to your grave with? Or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing? Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Today, my guest is Brittany. Now, Brittany, I have a question for you. Yes. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) What is your secret? Well, I I had something totally, just something else in mind for the podcast today. But then after the day that I've had in the moment, just the headspace that I'm in, I realized what I really want to talk about mm-hmm. is this not so secret, secret of hating motherhood. <gasps> How dare you hate motherhood? Right? Ooh, gosh, oh, God. Just kidding. I'm right with you. I've had a horrible day with my child. <laughs> okay. We can talk forever about this. Oh my God. God bless and, you for saying it. Not many women talk about how horrible it is. It can be awful. And especially I feel like right now everything's amplified during quarantine, right? Yeah. And the stresses of uh, that all this is bringing out in, in all aspects of our life. But, and, and you know, and obviously like it, this is not all the time, but when it rears its head, it's, it's in, like, it's fucking intense, right? Dude, like you just, I want to bail, like I know, honestly yeah. bail, like pack my bag, Yep. say peace out, husband. I'm out. And I'm not even telling you where I'm going. I'm turning my phone off. Bye. Yeah. Good luck. Bye. Like I'm not coming back. Like you're uh-huh. not going <laughs> to see I'm running me. away. The number of times I've said I'm running away. And you're like, are you Kramer versus back? Kramer. <laughs> now I understand that movie. I understand. Oh my God, but I wasn't prepared. Like no one prepared me for this side of parenthood. So how many kids do you have? I have two. I have a a boy that just turned six and a little girl who's three. And, um, 
you know, and again, like, I feel like I have to say like, you know, they're amazing. And most of the time it's like, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you know, we know blah, blah, you blah. love your kids. Wonderful. We but know okay. everybody loves their kids, and but let's get thing. to the real stuff. Yeah. And someone told me once they were like, look, exactly what you said. Like, we know you love your kids. We all love our kids, but you don't have to love every moment. Yeah, no. And I was like, oh, right. Like, I, I, why do I have that expectation um, that I'm putting on myself? It's because not possible. He, society puts that on us, I feel, especially as women. We're supposed to be able to do it all. We're supposed to cook, clean, yeah. have a job too, make money, all mm-hmm. that stuff now. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm exhausted, first of all. Oh, I yeah. don't want to be around my child all the time. He's not very nice sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you're putting paint on my dining room table that I spent good money on. Like, how dare you? And staring me straight in the eye while you're doing it because you know that I'm like, I've already told you not to. Yeah. So here's my first question for you with this unknown secret. Like you Mm -hmm. had no idea what was going to happen. Did you want to have kids? You know, I was never... Like I was, I never grew up being like, oh, I'm going to be a mom one day. Me either. Oh my God. I love you. We're like the same people right now. Yeah. And I know so many, some of my friends who were like, I've always known I wanted to be a mother. I've all, and I was, and I, you know, I totally get it. But like, for me, I was like, "Eh." you know, I I was working or, or like, and I was, I just wanted to explore. And I, and I, it, until I became a mother, I had no idea, you know, but, um, Uh, But all what I've realized, and I'm I'm sure I think we've talked about this before too, is like this whole thing. Like once you become a mother, like when your child is born, the mother is also born. There's this idea of you having to figure out what this new identity is. Yeah, it's like a part of you dies. Yes, and And the anger and the resentment that confusion that goes with that. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's I mean, especially if you had like a hard time having kids. Like I had a miscarriage during working on six in the middle of shooting. (gasps) Yeah. And then I got pregnant again on season two. Mm. And that, you know, traveling back and forth and being pregnant and all that, you know, so and then having a birth for, I don't know how your birth was, but he went to the NICU for 14 days. And oh, I did not hold my child until the 11th day. He oh, was God. So did you feel, I always like to talk to moms about this, not on the mm-hmm. show, but like in mm-hmm. general, did you feel that connection to your child immediately when you had a child? I remember feeling like a very out of body experience. Like, I remember, I remember when, when my, when my, when a son was, when my first kid was born and I remember like kind of almost being outside of myself being like, oh, this is what that is. This is what you should feel. This is what is happening. But it just all, I felt very disconnected in a way. Like you were floating outside of your body, like watching it happen instead of being a participant. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and my partner was like so present and just like crying and emotional about the whole thing. Mine too. (laughs) Right. And yeah. (laughs) My husband, Mark is like, (sighs) (sighs) and I'm like half drugged up. I'm like, what? (laughs) I mean, it was, it's, and and I had, I had like postpartum with the first, Mm -hmm. um, and, and that was also something too, that I just didn't, I mean, not that I didn't know it was a thing, but I just didn't, I wasn't prepared for that either. So I feel like there was this thing of like, why am I not feeling anything? Yeah. It was how bad was your postpartum? How long did it last? It was probably, like, I didn't start feeling 
like myself, I guess, for, for like a solid two years. Me too. Yeah. Like once he turned two, I was like, oh, um, oh my God. Yeah. So you, so you had went, went through postpartum as well. I think it was, I think I had a very minor, my good friend had it really, really bad. The wonderful thing is she made this documentary. So Mark watched it before. Right. So he was prepared if, yeah. if I went down that road, but I feel like I was just always not myself. And getting, you know, nutrients back in your body. It took two years until I felt like I was in my body. Oh yeah. Cause you're, it's, you're not, and all of a sudden, like your, your, your hormones are doing all these crazy things. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you're breastfeeding, then all of a sudden you're like, now I'm just a machine. I have no sexual connection to my body anymore. Mm -hmm. Like everything just feels it's, I mean, it's, I, I would say like at least two years, right. For just to, to get, to kind of find a center again. Did you ever question, why did I do this? <laughs> oh, do you mean, do, like, how many times a day do I question that? Like, how many, yeah. like, because, because, I mean, it's, this is, oh my God, I feel like I talked to you forever about this because it's, there's so much wrapped up in it. Right. I mean, and also with our career mm-hmm. and, and the, you know, the emotional mental load that falls so much more on the mother, you know, with, with, with parenthood. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. lot. Well, today I questioned, I looked at my son (laughs) and I was like, why did I do this? And I actually think I said that out loud to him. (laughs) Luckily he didn't know what I was talking about in two years, four months, but I said, why did I do this? Yeah. 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 What was I thinking? And that's the thing is like, I've like, I wasn't prepared because no one, I didn't have conversations like this leading up to it. Everyone talks about the pregnancy and like eating kale and doing yoga and like strengthening your pelvic floor, you know, <laughs> but like nothing after that, like once that baby is, is out, you know? And um, so going into my second um, pregnancy, like I was, I was, it was like, whatever the pregnancy part, I was putting all of my energy into postpartum mm-hmm. um, and just to make sure I took care of myself and my mental health. Um, and physical health and you know, all that, cause it's all tied, all tied together. But, um, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's still rough and it's like, yeah, there are absolutely like, especially after today, there are moments where I'm like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to just go open the door and just walk out and I don't know where I'm going yeah, or if, or when I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah. I'll take my mask to put over my face, but I will I'm take going. my mask <laughs> and my hand sanitizer. And I'm walking bottle. out this door. <laughs> With my lavender hand sanitizer. (laughs) But here's my question I've been dying to ask you because Uh I feel like people lie about this. Well, two Uh questions. My first, well, I'll do the lie question first. So people tell Mark and I, why don't you guys have a second? It's the same work as just one child. Okay. Please tell me that is not true because I do not believe them because here's why I had one dog and somebody said, get a second dog. It's not much worse. <laughs> it's not much more work. They, they play with each other. It is so much more work to have two dogs than one dog. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I see how, how, how it can be perceived that people lie about that. Cause remember when I was, before we had a second kid, I was like, no, there's no, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's harder in a different way. 
What do you mean? Like there are so many things with the first one, you just like don't know what the fuck is happening. And like things are scary or things are like, you're just like, I, you know, and then the second time around, you're like, oh, right, that they're fine or I'm fine or that's going to pass in 20 minutes or, you know, whatever it is. But then there's this new thing of like, oh, handling competition between the siblings or like just trying mm-hmm. to figure out just basic things like sleep, which are just essential you know, and you're like, oh, that one is napping, but that one's really loud. And now that one's not napping. And now we're all awake and pissy. Oh my God. Um, that sounds like hell on earth. <laughs> you just saying that to me, I almost, my heart is like, never, we do not want a second child. I will like answer your that. your legs crossed. Right you were now. like, nope, nope. Plus we're too old. We waited a long time. <laughs> You know what I mean? And the, I do want to ask one more secret. Yeah, yeah. Was it a secret that you were going through postpartum or did you tell people? You know, I didn't know mm-hmm. until until probably like nine months to a year because I just kept thinking, because especially with that first kid, I didn't, I didn't know. Like I didn't know what was normal. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, oh, I'm just tired or, oh, I'm just you know, I, I just don't want to see people, but I got really hermity and I got really, um, and then there were moments where I just didn't feel anything. And I was just, and that was the scariest part for me because somehow it's easier to manage the anger or the resentment or, you know, I, I, that's something that, that I understand more, but not being able to just feeling numb was what started getting scary. And I was like, Oh, maybe I should talk to someone. How was that first time walking in and talking to someone? Um, I cried the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also great too, because there, you know, I was crying, <laughs> you know, I was actually like, but, but I think for me, it was just, I, it was, it was just a way of protecting myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And that I just kind of like shut down because I was just trying to survive. Um, but, but I think it took me that long because I was just like, oh, well, this is just, and like three months would pass and be like, oh, I'm starting to feel more like myself. And like six months would pass and say, oh no, now I feel more like myself. And I was just kind of like in this treading water survival mode, you know, for, for a really long time before I was like, oh, I think, I think there's something wrong. I don't mm. think this is normal. And, but I didn't know I had no reference, you know? So it was uh, almost like a secret from yourself. Like subconsciously you had no clue. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think part of that is, is also me putting that on myself, right? Yeah. Like we want to do it perfectly, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm doing it right. I'm, I'm, I've, I've done all the, I've read all the books. I've done the research. <laughs> I listened to all the things, you know, um, this should be right. And it's like, no, there's no, right. There's no, I don't, you know, <laughs> well, here's a secret from me. I never read any books. <laughs> I <laughs> bought them all. And, and they're sitting husband, on the shelf. Yeah. I would get through like a couple of pages and I just, I had to put it down because it was too terrifying. And I, I just figured, yeah, like, I just can't do this to myself for some reason. I just didn't pick up the books. Right. <laughs> right. I'm the worst mother ever. No. Oh my God. No, this is like, like for me, like that was something like for me, that's always been my thing. Like if I can hold on to like a little piece, like a little sentence of something, I'm like, okay, that will get me through the day. You right. know, like, oh, this book said, you know, blah, whatever, X, Y, and Z. Um, and that gets me through until the, you know, until the, until the next breakdown. But um, it, I mean, it's, it's rough. What I've learned more, especially after that, going through that first pregnancy was like, you really got to talk to your girlfriends. You got to talk, you know, mm-hmm. you just got to, we got to have those conversations and keeping, so keeping this not so secret secret, right. Isn't helping. And it's not helping me, but it's, you know, it's not helping anyone. It's not helping my partner. It's not helping my kids. Um, 
oh, it's, oh, it's so much. And thank goodness they're so freaking cute. Because it's that balance, right? Of like- oh my god! If that balance wasn't there, I mean, he—it was a—it was a nightmare today. I'm not gonna lie, oh. like a nightmare. And then two seconds later, he turned around and goes, "Mommy," <gasps> and then yeah. came up and hugged me. I was like, "Oh, you're so lucky. You're so cute. Like that's why they make them so cute. So Don't cute. you think?" Oh, at 100%. And then they'll do something like my daughter came up and she put her, she put her hand on my face and she was like, I, is it okay if I keep you forever? Oh. And I was like, oh God, yes. Okay. Okay. Everything's okay again. Oh my God. They're oh. like little manipulative <laughs> things. <laughs> But let's talk. Oh. I know people are listening right now, and the secret of hating motherhood or hating being a parent sometimes. Yeah, Even fathers out there have to. I mean, my husband's like, ugh. Uh-huh. So, why is it so much worse during quarantine? <laughs> no break. Well, there's no break, and it's so unknown, right? Right. Like we don't know what's happening, how much longer it's going to go. You when know, they're going to go back to daycare? When they're going back, you know. When and so, trying to balance all of the things we have to do or we want to do with nothing. I mean, it's impossible, right? And it's it's, it's stressful and and frustrating, and um, and it just feels long. I was telling I was telling my husband, I was like, it's it's felt like one long Wednesday ever since March. Like I've just felt like I've been stuck in one long Wednesday. I know. I was like Groundhog's Day. It's like, again, this is today again. Like it's bath time again. How did we get here again? I'm just tired. I'm tired of giving you a bath. Bathe yourself. (laughs) Did you do that? Wipe your own butt. And you know know, what I did? Brush your teeth. Exactly. (laughs) Stop playing with the water. Turn we do not waste water in this house, is what I said to him. <laughs> Isn't it funny the things you say? And you're like, what? what? <laughs> but here's something that you're going to, I think you're going to applaud me, honestly, because I potty trained <gasps> my two-year-old during quarantine. Oh. Yes. Thank you. And I everyone survived. A, barely. Day four and day five, Mark and I were literally like, okay, like we're going to, somebody's going to die. Like someone's going to bleed today. (laughs) But we did it. We made it through. Oh, yay. But I hate motherhood sometimes. I don't want to wipe his butt anymore. (laughs) Like I'm over it. It's that or just like, can you brush your own teeth? Like, can't you put on your own underwear without me helping you? I know. I got stuff I want to do for me and I don't want to wipe your butt. I know. Oh my God. I love that you picked this today because I really (laughs) needed this camaraderie. So I do like to tie these kind of secrets, this, you know, hating motherhood, let's just Uh say, with the seven deadly sins, Mm -hmm. not in a religious sense, more in a character defect sense. So let me, let me name them for you and let me know if they ring true and why. So we Mm -hmm. have pride, greed, lust, gluttony, envy, anger, and sloth. Oh God, all of the above. I know I was about to say that. I was like, wait a minute. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. What about pride? <laughs> so I've got, I mean, so pride, like there, so the, just the obvious thing, right. Is there's like this feeling of needing to master mm, motherhood or just right. be, for me, there's this thing of needing, I don't know if it's a firstborn child thing or whatever it is in my personality, this need to be like, I'm doing this correctly. 
right. you know, or I'm doing this well, or I am doing this and it's Instagram worthy or, you know, whatever it is, is this thing of like, and I don't know, of, of just, of, of just being a good, being the best possible mother I can be and, right. and trying to, and my, part of my journey <laughs> for the past six years of being a mother has been in like knowing that part of being the best mother I can be is like failing and being messy and, you know, having big feelings. Like we talked about with Daniel Tiger, you know, with, with, <laughs> with the kids, just like they do, you know? And like, I mean, it's, it's so funny. You mentioned all of those, what the, the, the seven deadly sins or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, all of it's, it's so true. Like it all comes down there. There are these very like these core feelings that gets, that are so overwhelming. Yeah. Because I want pride. My ego wants to be the best. Like you said, greed. Yeah. I want my time back. Yeah, I want my money back. I want my career. I want to be yeah. focused on stuff for me. I want and lust. I, just, I want to like be like, go out into the world and like, yeah. And desired and like, you yeah. know, do all this. I know. And then, well, gluttony, gluttony. gluttony yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> the number of times they've, you know, I've hidden in the pantry and like been eating bars of chocolate and a glass of wine is like, uh, I can't even tell you, I have probably gained at least five pounds during this quarantine. <laughs> My jeans were so tight. I put them on today for an interview I don't know why, because I'm sitting down, but real pants, real pants, yeah, real pants. And, oh. and my husband's like, "You look good." I'm like, "No, they're squeezing so tight." They're squeezing so <laughs> Envious of other mothers and single people, angry because I made this choice, and sloth because I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm so lazy, and I just want to lay down and do nothing. Yes, um, like I sat down. And he goes, "Water," and I was like, "You don't need any more water." Like you're fine. <laughs> I was going to say envy too, because sometimes it's, it's laughable how I can be envious of the behavior of a, of a child, right? Or or of a toddler. So this idea of like, I want to be able to strip my clothes off and run screaming around and crying. Like like that wild nature that's inherent in all of us to do that. And I was like, I get that. And that's exactly how I feel, but you're doing that right now. And I've got to be the one who's like, I see that you're upset. (laughs) No. You can have your feelings. I will be over here once you calm down. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What we've learned. Oh my gosh. I know. Ugh. All of the above. So yes, all of the above. Uh, I love it. Okay. So keeping this secret of hating motherhood sometimes, mm-hmm. who does it benefit and who does it harm? It doesn't benefit anyone. I mean, I think, I think in the moment, and I don't understand because I know that it's not helping but like in the moment, sometimes it just helps to keep that going because it, it keeps, I feel like it keeps us, everyone going in a way, like it's like treading water again, mm-hmm. right? It's like this thing of like, I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not solving or changing anything by hiding very human reactions and feelings. It's not, you know, but it's, it's somehow it seems easier for me to just kind of like, you know, uh, push through and then deal with it later. But I, but I feel like that's, obviously not healthy, right? <laughs> yeah. not healthy. Obviously just, not healthy. Lately, I'm just like, you're being mean. I'm leaving the room. <laughs> and my husband, you're like, you can't do that. I'm like, yes, I can. I'm telling him how I feel and I'm leaving the room. And he goes, I know, but you're kind of like shaming him. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm telling him there's consequences if yep. you're mean to somebody. 
Yeah. Like, and you hurt my feelings. Have, you, I do not have to take the abuse. He's abusing me. That's what I'm, <laughs> two-year-old. This is what I'm dealing with right now. I total, I 100% understand where you're coming from. And I 100% have done that. <laughs> oh, so, and who has it harmed? Do you think keeping this? Well, well, I think it harms everyone, right? I mean, I, I think the best thing we can do is just to communicate obviously. And, and by holding all that in and by pretending that everything's okay, or like pushing things away in, in saying, we'll deal with it later. It, it's your communication ceases to exist. You yeah. you're building up resentment and, and locking yourself up right in, in every possible way, emotionally, mentally, physically, everything. Um, and that's not good for anyone. You're not, then you're not available I think about this all the time too, like, you know, as, as artists, like then you're, you're just closing yourself up. You're not your full, raw, available human self. Yeah. The best version of yourself you can be, the best human you can be to your family. Um, and I know that. And yet sometimes I'm still just like, I'm just going to, ah, I just got to get through this moment. And I'll just, I'll just, it's just easier sometimes to be like, I'll just, I'll just, you know, work through this and just deal with it later. But then I just end up getting stressed out because it's all of this built up stuff. I'm like, Oh, all that stuff I'd said I would deal with later that I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming out. It's all coming out right now. Right towards my husband. (laughs) Because I just spilled my, you know, whatever it is like, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Okay. There's two questions I love to ask at the end. So how are you going to move forward, especially in this quarantine? Do you have any tips for the listeners tips for me? Because I need them. Gosh, I was going to say, if you have any tips, I mean, it's funny because like sometimes I'll, I'll get an article like from some newsletter that I've signed up for, you know, of the zillion that come to my inbox <laughs> that I delete every morning. Um, and everyone that sometimes will be like, um, here's what you can do if you're stressed out during quarantine, you know, wake up a half hour before everyone and meditate or have a cup of coffee quietly to yourself. And the last one that I got, I was like, <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm like, no, no, I don't. I, I, okay, I understand in theory how that's great. And maybe that's something I will do eventually, but like, what, what can I do right now in these moments that I am awake and I am, you know, in between managing, you know, four different lives. And, and, and I, I think what my, like my main thing I'm just focusing on that I've realized I can, all I have control over is just, it sounds so simple, but just like breath. Like at one point I had to like put signs, like when my kid, when my kids were younger, mm-hmm. I had to put signs outside of their bedroom or like just around the house or just post-its that said, breathe. Ooh, breathe. that's a good idea. Just because it was, I was, it, I would just want to react or, or, you know, or it was just a, a very simple, helpful thing for me to just look at and be like, okay. And just to give me that extra moment to get back into my body and just, just take that moment where, where things can just kind of like settle for a second before I figured out the next step to take. What also helped me is that self-care. Yes. For example, yesterday he was acting out a little bit and I said, I'm going to go and do a facial in the bathroom by myself. And Mm -hmm. that 20 minutes, it actually changed. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. It was just doing something for me. And yeah, I've been, we've been trying to do that. Like he says, I'm going to go and listen to this this little thing he wanted to listen to by myself in the bedroom. And it just yeah. resets you. Yeah. It's, and it's a small amount of time, but it's incredible. Yeah. If it's solely for you, if it's, if it's just for you, if it nourishes you, 
I mean, sometimes even just putting on like real clothes in the morning, I'm like, I can take over the world. (laughs) Oh, I try to always put on real clothes. That's one (laughs) thing I always do. I always try to put on makeup and real clothes. Oh, I I need to do that. I need to do that. Because if I don't, I just get in this slump and I'm like, ugh, you know? Um, my last question for you, and I have loved this conversation so much, but if any listeners are listening and, you know, in that two-year-old stage or three-year-old stage, like you are, what would be your advice for them to like leaning into motherhood more? Oh, Jesus. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that natural response. (laughs) I, I have one. This too shall pass. <laughs> this too shall pass. And and I mean, breathe, pour yourself a glass of wine. I mean, like when, it, when we're saying leaning into motherhood, I mean, it's lean into all of the moments, the yeah. messy ones, the literal shitty ones, the, you know, and, and then the moments where like, yeah, where they touch your face and they're like, can I keep you forever? Like it's somehow this huge messy journey of parenthood is is all worth it that's why we all keep doing it yeah that's why literally we say to each other this is why people keep having kids for moments like this yeah yeah tricky little bastards and with like as crazy as the world is right now there are absolutely those moments where I'm like oh shit like right the most important thing in the world is just family and our health and being together. And, you know, and so those are the moments too, where I come back to like, okay, like, yeah, this moment is really shitty, but you know, it's, we're together and we're healthy and we're good. And, um, you know, I don't know. I say that too, but then I know that if I'm in a certain mood and I heard someone say that, I'd be like, oh, bitch, like I'm too tired. (laughs) I'm too tired. I'm going to bed at seven 30 (laughs) right after he goes down. (laughs) 100%. I mean, I would say like, and, and then just, you know, and make sure you're just talking to people. Yeah. Because like, honestly, this conversation was just everything. So I ho- hope it helped you. Uh, I'm so grateful you ha- you said I hate motherhood sometimes <laughs> because I know everyone feels that way and we feel shameful about it. Yeah. But we're not alone. No. So thank you for making me feel not alone today. I'm so utterly grateful. You don't even know. Oh, I'm so grateful for you. And thank you for, I needed to laugh. I needed to connect like this. Thank you for this podcast. Like I'm, this is, this has been great. Well, thank you. And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.